commercial video games have been around since the 1970s and are some of the most popular forms of entertainment. Video games have played a huge part in our lives, and this will continue into the future. What consoles and games are our favorites? What consoles have had the biggest impact on gaming history? Today on the Going Off Topic podcast, we kick off our new mini-series, Beyond the Console. Welcome to the Going Off Topic podcast, part of the Anthem Incredible Network. I'm your host, Kyle Fauché. Joining us as a co-host for this series, a fellow game nerd, Denny, from the Movie Merge podcast. What's going on, man? How you doing? I'm doing awesome, man. Uh, I'm really looking forward to talking about this because this is one of the one of the few things I can say I'm confident I know a lot about is video games. That's that's my that's my wheelhouse right there. And I know I said movies were too, and then I made an absolute fool of myself in the movie game. We, it always comes back to that, but I have to bring it up. Uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it, man. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a good time, I think. Yeah, I agree. We've we've been talking about it for a while. Uh, you know, this is the first episode we're doing. It it's gonna be uh, you know, it's gonna be a little mini series we're gonna do. I think we're gonna shoot for like once a month. We'll we'll drop a new episode and then uh, we're gonna give you the, the lay of the land of what we're gonna be working on here. But just came up with the name. Um, so you know, you'll see that in the episode notes. But it's still gonna be coming out on the going off topic feed. But this is just going to be a mini series that Denny and I are going to be doing. Dugan and I and Ellen and I and everybody else who comes on as a co-host, we're still going to be doing the usual going off topic, but beyond the console. Um, so what that is going to look like is we're going to take a look at video games through history, but we're not going to go into like a super deep dive on every console. Um, you know, we're going to talk about when it came out, what it sold for best games according to you know some websites our history which i think is going to be the best part of the conversation and then some of our favorite games and what we remember about it so we're you know we're not going to look at how many how many units this console sold versus that console and all this stuff um really it's it's just about our history with video games our history with the consoles um and like i said i think that's going to be the best part of the conversation so we're not going to look at we were both, I was born in 91. Denny was a couple of years later. So we are going to start on this episode. Uh, we have a couple older consoles that we're going to hit on, but we're not going to start with like Atari and all that stuff because we never played it. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to talk about conver or consoles that were big in our lives. And that's, you know, some of the early ones that set us up for this gaming life and some of the ones that we played growing up that were super important to us. And then some that we're playing now and continue to play. And we're also going to look at um, games that we're playing right now. I think we're going to probably kick off every episode with just a little bit of a, hey, are you playing anything new or you know any gaming news that's come out? So with that, um, this episode, we're going to look at the NES or the Nintendo Entertainment System. We're going to look at the Sega Genesis. And then we're also going to look at the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. So the three consoles that we're going to cover today are those three. Uh Every episode, it's going to be a little different. This one's got three consoles because we don't have as much history with them. But when we get into some of the newer consoles, I think that's going to be uh, just, you know, when we get to like PS2 and PS3 and Xbox and some of those really big ones, those might be a whole separate episode because those played a huge part in our lives. And yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, so those might be just a single episode. So it's going to be interesting. You know, we're, we're going to just roll with it. And we're both big gaming people. We're still playing now. I don't see any situation in my life where i'm ever not gaming um even you know when you have kids and playing with kids and all that stuff so i think it'll be a huge thing um like i said we're gonna talk about our history our favorite games on each console memories and whatever else goes with that console um is there anything else that you want to you want to hit on before you know i think we're gonna we'll, we'll roll out it into some our gaming history um some of our favorite consoles and stuff but Anything else you want to hit on to introduce the beyond the console uh, 
mini series that we're about to embark on here. No, I think you pretty much, I, th- I think you pretty much hit everything I would have said. Uh, what's interesting is like, you know, even if, cause like you said, you know, I was born in 97. So these consoles, I don't, they were more prominent, in like the late eighties, early nineties and stuff like that. So I have exposure to them. I didn't play them a lot, but I, if nothing else, these consoles laid the foundation for a ton of, you know, uh, franchises and stuff later in life that, uh, or, you know, later in time or whatever that I ended up playing a lot. So in a way it's, it's almost like I, I can sort of relate to these and Mm. I have a lot of, uh, like external experience from other people. There's a lot of YouTube channels I watch and stuff that talk about this sort of subject. So I have some knowledge about it. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm just looking forward to, uh, like you said, going through the different uh, different time periods and, and different consoles and stuff like that. And kind of just talking about, you know, how we sort of grew up with these consoles. And and yeah, like you said, I mean, I've, I've been a gamer ever since I was a kid. So uh, and I, I still to this day, most days I'm, I play something at least for a little bit. So this is definitely something that uh, I can't wait to get into. So. Yeah, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, we're going to look at a lot of, you know, a lot of the great consoles. And we're also, you know, once we get through the whole list of consoles, we get up to present day. I think the plan is to go back and look at um, some of the handhelds, you know, Game Boy mm-hmm. and Nintendo DS and some of that kind of stuff. You know, definitely. The, the, I know the Game Boy was a huge thing when I was a kid. Um, really, really popular and really just a big, you know, you're going on a road trip. You're going wherever you just grab the Game Boy and go. Dude, it's huge. So that'll be uh, that'll be that'll be after we hit all the consoles, I think. Um, but you know, let's just give a little bit of a background before we jump into these three consoles on just, just, you know, we don't want to go into super great detail because we're going to hit on each console as we go, but just our gaming history, um, how we got into gaming, um, you know, maybe some of our just one or two favorite consoles, ones you're looking forward to the most to talking about, and then we will roll into the three consoles that we're going to hit on today. So I guess I'll go ahead and start, um, I think just growing up, you know, I uh, just was, you know, I, I don't really remember a specific time or place that I got into gaming. I feel like uh, my dad wasn't a huge gamer when I was growing up. Uh, you know, he always talked about when he was a kid playing games and stuff, but I don't feel like him and I really ever played too many games together. Sometimes he would, you know, when I was playing, he would sit down and watch and all that stuff, the sports games. I'm, I'm a, uh, a really big sports game person um definitely my number one thing that i play so that'll come into play a lot into some of my favorite games but yeah it was always a i like everybody else i guess it was always just like a community thing you know you you had friends i had a a sega this guy had an n64 this other guy had you know a playstation we'd go over there and play games and then you know it not not even like it was a rotation but it's like oh do you want to come over and play this game i just rented when you used to be able to rent games from from like the grocery store even you know it's it's funny we were talking about that a while ago like dude it was the best yeah you'd walk into like a schnooks and be like or a deerberg's and they had like literally kids now like i'm saying this they're like that makes no sense but they literally had a section in the store where you could go in and rent movies and rent games at a grocery store like you didn't have to go to blockbuster you have to go to family video or anything but you know, you'd run a new game, you'd get it for the weekend, and then you'd just play a game all weekend. Buddies would come over and play. Um, and then as the games got, you know, more advanced, you would do online or you could go to somebody's house and do, you know, Halo night or whatever. So those were always, you know, grade school and even high school to a certain point. Um, really big in, in when I was growing up. But I feel like it'll be interesting when we have conversation because I feel like when, you know, we're we're six years apart, I guess, but I feel like we we were going to really hit on the same consoles and those consoles could have 
are arguably like the golden era of consoles when, when we get there because they were just yeah they're you know early consoles did what they did those consoles in the maybe like 96 to 2001 or whatever when we get to those they laid the foundation for everything from there and the you know the games that are still being played now are games that were made back then so right um you know that, that that's a little bit of background on, on what i'm going to do i'm not going to go too deep because we're going to talk about it as we go but probably my favorite uh hmm, I'll, I'll have to think about this as we go the favorite console is probably like ps2 um, i was a big playstation guy and still am uh sony so i'd probably say playstation 2 but uh why don't you give the listeners some of your background, um, gaming history, and then your uh, favorite console or something? Yeah. Uh, so, like you said, I don't really have like a specific memory of like when I first played a video game or anything like that. I grew up in an environment where uh, we hung around my dad's side of the family a lot when I was a kid. My uncle has also been a huge gamer his whole life. Mm-hmm. And my dad, I don't know if my dad was... I think he was too, but I definitely remember when I was little, my dad was into video games and all the consoles we had were his and he would let me play them. And a lot of times I I would play a game and I would get stuck. And I I used to, you know, ask my dad to help me in a lot of games. I remember that a lot. I have a lot of those kind of memories. And even like, you know, my mom would, would play games with us too. She wasn't really into it, but like Mario party and stuff later on, or just like fun multiplayer games where Mm. you just sit on the couch. It was kind of like a family thing we do every now and then. And, uh, yeah. So ever since then, I just I, I've always had an interest in it and I've always sort of gravitated towards anything video game related. There was never like, you know, I never really looked at like a console or anything. It was like, man, this is so old. Like, I don't want to play this. You know what I mean? I, I would be interested just to play anything new, you know, regardless. And it's like, you know, I think a lot of that changes now, obviously, because everybody wants the latest and greatest, including me. I mean, you know, I switched to PC gaming. and That's extremely expensive. It is a very expensive hobby, but uh yeah so i i just think that it's it's just always something that i've gravitated towards and uh i've always loved and i can't ever see me not loving it to a certain degree um i think my love for it has changed a little bit just because things were definitely a little more simple uh with games and stuff and that that is something that i have massive respect for for these earlier consoles because Nowadays, it's like, and I don't want to get into this whole tangent, but nowadays it's like everything, all the games that come out, you kind of got to pay more to get like the whole package, you know what I mean? Or like season passes or, you know, whatever, yada, yada, microtransactions. Back then, it's like you bought the game, you had the game, you could play everything that the game had to offer right then and there. Um, so, yeah, I, 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 it's a huge part of my life and it probably always will be. And I'm glad you brought up renting games because mm. that was also a huge part of my life. Uh, we spent a lot of time at family video renting games and uh i to be honest with you i can't believe they're still in business because i don't know a single person that goes into family video still <laughs> at least not that i know of you know but uh yeah i i uh that's kind of where i'm at and as far as like a favorite console man that's tough because as far as playtime goes i spent a lot of time on xbox 360 but i mm. think gamecube is probably my favorite oh, nice because it's just some of my favorites of all time are, are on that console. And that's the one I can't wait to get to because I recently started collecting GameCube games again off eBay, getting used copies and stuff so that I have my own collection that I can keep track of and stuff. So yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much all I have to say about that, but I'm looking forward to getting into this conversation. So nice. Yeah. I think it, it's going to be really great. And that's the problem now. It's like, you know, not to, this could be a whole different conversation. It doesn't have to be on this podcast, but 
or this uh, mini series, but it, you know, it used to be so simple just to go rent a game or do anything or test a game out. And I guess it's the same now, but man, I hate going like on YouTube and watching somebody else play because I'm just yeah. like, I, I don't, it's, you know, it's going to be totally different when I watch somebody else play and I'm like, Oh yeah, that looks great. And then I get it. And I'm like, wow, this is totally different. Like the joy, like the, the movement is all off and it's just so different. And you made a great point about, you know, I can plug in, you know, I, uh, we're going to get to Sega, but I still have a Sega hooked up in our living room. And man, I can put, I can put in whatever game and just pick up a controller and just play for whatever, how long, like the control, there's three buttons. There's right. like, <laughs> there's nothing else. And on a PS five, it's like, you know, you got two, tr- you know, four triggers, you got all these other buttons. It's, it's just so funny how everything, you know, obviously everything uh, advances and gets better, but it's so interesting. You can just go back and be like, Oh, I'm just going to put in this uh, Aladdin game on Sega and play for yeah. hours and just be fine. Yeah, yeah, that was a big thing too. Is I used to replay the same games over and over and over again. I would never get tired of it. And it's like nowadays, it's like I beat a game and I kind of put it away for a couple of years and I'll come back to it. But I literally used to play the same ones over and over. And like you said, when you went to the the video store or whatever, you could you were taking a chance on a game based literally on the cover or like what you see on the back or the name, even the name of it. You know, just like, oh, that sounds cool or that looks cool or whatever it's like you didn't really know what you were going to get all the time and sometimes you'd stumble across a gem that you just didn't expect at all but now it's like you go to buy anything and you pretty much know you know a fair bit about the game going in i mean it's hard not to know there's screenshots there's like you said people playing the game you hear about it and stuff so yeah i don't know it's definitely changed but um there's some aspects that i do miss from from like older gaming and stuff like that but you know it is what it is it's got to evolve i guess yeah. Yeah. I remember, uh, you know, last last like little comment before we get into the, the consoles for this episode. But I remember, you know, my mom used to go to the grocery store and take us with her and she'd be like, OK, I'm going to go. You know, what do you, where are you guys going to go? We just go to the magazine section and, you know, you'd pull out a, a Game Informer or a PlayStation magazine and you'd read it. And then, you you know, your mom would be like, hey, I'm done shopping. Like, let's go. And you'd beg, uh, you know, you beg your mom to buy the magazine and actually in the magazine on the back, there was like a demo disc of like five games that came and you could put it in and demo those games oh. and all this stuff. And it's like, man, it's just, it's just so funny to think about that stuff now. It's like, you, you would tell a kid like, you know, kids probably don't even look at magazines anymore, but let alone tell them like a disc came inside a magazine that had a 10 minute demo of a game and they, you would actually blow their minds. But now right. I'm just sounding like an old man. So, <laughs> uh, all right. Well, speaking of old man, let's get into some of these old consoles here. Uh, first sure. one that we're going to talk about is the Nintendo Entertainment System or uh, NES, uh, NES. Mm-hmm. So this one was North America uh, was released in 1985 for $179. Um, so this is just based wow. off some. Yeah, I mean, I didn't like do like a whole deep dive. I just pulled up whatever information I could find. Uh, so $179 in 1985 translates to $442 today. See, and, and that's, that is not at all far-fetched for a console. If anything, a 400 is probably on the lower end because yeah. 500 is like typically the, you know, the new, the, the price for a new console now, but that's crazy to think that, you know, you could walk out of the store with 170 or $180 console, you know, but yeah, that's nuts. Yeah, so uh, some of the best games that, you know, I, I just, again, looked online and see these are some of the best games that came up. I think I'm just going to pick usually like four or five best games, but for these early ones, obviously when we get to some of the bigger consoles that we're familiar with, we'll probably, hell, we'll probably hit on 10 games and it'll be a longer episode. But uh, yeah. for this one, some of the best games, and it's interesting when you look back at some of these games then that are still going now, like Super Mario 3 is, is one of the best games on NES. Legend of Zelda, the first Legend of Zelda. I remember that game, uh, Super Mario, Mega Man 2, Castlevania 3, like literally all 
five of those games I just named are still going. I don't know if Mega Man's still around, but at least four of the five, like Castlevania, I'm pretty sure is still a thing. So like there's yeah. at least three or four of those games that are still huge things that are going today that got created in 1985 or 19, whatever before 90. And they're still going now. And they're still like some of the biggest characters in games of all time. Yeah. It's absolutely insane. Like, uh, and what's weird is like, I've played these games before, but I didn't even play them on like an actual NES. I, th- mm. you know, th- they always come out with like, like with newer Nintendo systems, you can kind of like buy older games on them or whatever. You can get like the NES classic. My dad has right, one right. of those. So nice. There's different ways to play these games now. So I never really played an actual NES, but I have, you know, like the original Legend of Zelda. Even my brother, who's younger than me, loves that game. He's played <laughs> it before. Uh, you know, Mario Brothers, obviously. Uh, Tetris. I mean, everybody's yeah. played Tetris in some fashion. You know what I mean? And then it's like Punch Out. That's like one of the, mm. you know, cl- absolute classics. Uh, and I know a lot of people like Tech Mobile. I was too young to care about sports games at this point. Uh, but I, I know that's a huge one. And that that's probably one of the first like big sports game or it might be the first big sports game i'm not even sure but yeah so many so many just titans of video games started on the nes it's crazy yeah yeah you're you're 100 right i know like techno bowl is one of those big things every once in a while you see like on social media either somebody playing or somebody just posting like an old video of like bo jackson and techno bowl which is unstoppable yeah. <laughs> um yeah it, it is interesting that's another thing you know you brought up like the nes classic um that like nintendo and sony all these places are just like releasing these consoles and you can buy them and hook them up and it's like just all the it comes loaded with like 300 old games or whatever and you just, yeah you just pick whatever random games so yeah i haven't played i mean in nes since i was a kid um because we i think my dad had one and then he passed it down to us so we played it what is the uh do you, do you play a lot on the nes classic or what what's what's the the feedback on that it's pretty cool it's it's amazing that you can take it and the thing is like not that big at all mm-hmm. it's it's so small and it has you know the same or i guess more power than the original one and it's like the other one was this big bulky thing but yeah it's pretty it's pretty cool like you know i mean yeah you can just plug it in it's the 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 one drawback i will say uh and this is the thing with older games is when you play an older game on a new tv on mm. hd it really <laughs> looks bad you almost need to play them on an old tv you know what i mean because it kind of just fits it just it, it's not made to be in hd and stuff but it works fine. You can save individual games and stuff. You can you can just scroll through them. All you gotta do is plug it in, and turn it on, and you're good to go. Nice. Yeah, that's I love that. I can't remember. I don't, I honestly don't think that you could. Now, now somebody out there is probably gonna be like, "No, you idiot! You definitely could." But <laughs> I, man, I'm I'm pretty sure that you couldn't save on NES the original. See, or if you that, could, it was like very little data that you could save. That's what I thought too, but I'm uh, once like you said, I'm not 100 percent sure if that is true or not. Because some of these, like Zelda, I think you, that takes a little bit to uh, yeah. beat. So I'm not sure. Maybe there is a save system, and maybe it's just in the cartridge. I don't really know how it works, but okay, that's um, true. Yeah, but you can yeah. say. I mean, it's all in one spot on the NES Classic, so it's it's crazy. But nice, yeah. That that's that's awesome. Um, some of my favorite games that when I was looking it up, these are some that like some of these came to my mind immediately, and I don't even think they were huge games. They were just games that I had, and for whatever reason, I loved. Uh, Blades of Steel was like an old hockey game, and it was just like it. It was literally like a camera that was overhead, and it was all just like gray and white. You could pick your team, and then the color jersey. Like there, I don't. I'm almost positive it wasn't in color. Or if, or if it was, we just didn't have a, we just had an old TV and it wasn't a color TV. And it, I just, for whatever reason, I just remember that game 
as like the one game that I used to play all the time. The one sports game anyway that I used to play all the time was Blades oh. of Steel, random hockey game. Um, the next game that I've that I have written down is Batman the video game. Uh, it was just, I mean, it was just like an old classic Batman game that you you played as Batman and obviously like you're fighting crime in Gotham City and went around. I don't remember anything else, but I just remember I looked it up. And I remember the cartridge, what it looked like, and like the box that the game came in. I remember it being a super dark game, like like color wise, it was like all black almost. You couldn't see anything. Yeah. So is that the one where they made Batman purple so that he didn't like blend in with the background? I think you might be right, actually. This is one of those weird things that I know because <clears throat> I don't know if you ever heard of him, but the Angry Video Game Nerd on YouTube. It's I've a not- great YouTube channel. Okay, okay. well, I've I've binged that dude's YouTube videos and he he talks about all these games and makes fun of them or like you know how they're too hard or whatever and makes funny videos about them and that's how i know a lot about these games like little little things like that like i remember so i've never played it but i know what you're talking about because i've seen it on youtube but yeah um it's funny to think of a purple batman but i guess they had to do it to, to separate it yeah i think that might be the yeah it might be the purple he was purple because yeah i'm looking at like just an old because like it was an old, dark as an old shit. picture now i think like the game was just like it was like just totally black and then he was like <laughs> yeah. he stood out because he was different color but for whatever reason that game stuck out to me too i'm sure a lot of people out there that played it will remember that one yeah um, yeah definitely the next one i've written down which i cannot believe like when i looked at all these like best games for nes duck hunt do you remember duck hunt do you ever play duck hunt so i never played it but this is like Man, it's classic it's, so can you explain to me do you literally just like wait is it just a timing thing that's the whole premise of the game is just wait for it to hit the right spot and you just you shoot that's it yeah so you have so it's kind of interesting you know the the more i think about it you had a gun and you instead of a controller you had a gun that plugged in and the ducks would like fly across the screen you just have to shoot the duck and if you shot the duck like you got i don't i honestly don't remember i think it was kind of just like an arcade game like you had so many bullets and there were so many uh, ducks that flew at a certain time and you got points based off if you shot them and you know if you didn't if you I can't remember if there was something bad that came across if you shot that then it was bad the, the one thing I just remember is there was like you had, a, you had a dog you shot the duck and the dog like ran across the screen and picked up the duck and then would hold up the duck and he caught yeah. you, you like shot the duck but, and yeah if you've never seen duck hunt you definitely got to go to YouTube and check that out I, that, I remember playing that game for hours like it was so simple so easy it was kind of just like an arcade game in your house that you could just play it was perfect well you bring up the good you bring up a good point with the 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 gun controller because i do it's like remember orange, it was like an orange gun like super yeah, bright orange i think it was called the zapper i believe and that was the other thing about the nas that was crazy and then and nintendo still does this to this day but they they innovate with they they have always innovated with like their gaming peripherals and stuff they always have like these wacky controllers or like ways to play like like you said there was a gun they also had this thing called the power glove which i never had any exposure <laughs> to but i know of uh they had a this thing called the virtual boy which is like some i guess like back in the day attempt at virtual reality but i don't know they just they always do that and it's it's i really respect them for that because Rob the robot. That's another huge one. Uh, it's a literal robot that comes with your NES. So I don't know. It's just crazy. All these, all these different things that they do. But yeah, I, I've never actually sat there and watched somebody play Duck Hunt. So that's yeah. uh, huh. I, I know about it vaguely, but yeah, I've never played it. Well, in the uh, 
yeah, if you uh, if you know after this we record this episode or all the listeners out there, if you're looking for just if you want to know what Duck Hunt is, just just go on go on YouTube and type in Duck Hunt NES and uh, it, it'll like I said, I, it wasn't anything great. I honestly wish they would like come back, come out with a new Duck Hunt. So I, I mean, I'm sure there's stuff out there, but like just like an yeah. old Duck Hunt, but like for classic, like for classic Duck Hunt, but like for new consoles, that would be amazing. I would definitely buy that. Um, next one, I okay, so I have two more written down. The next one is literally just Jaws. Literally, they made like a video game on Jaws, and um, I was looking at just random videos last night again, writing all this up. And uh, I I don't remember. I remember very little about the game. I just remember I played it a lot. Um, and I looked up just a Wikipedia thing. So you pilot a boat across the sea, randomly encountering groups of hostile sea creatures. When the boat hits something in the overhead map, the view changes to a side view. Uh, the player's boat releases a diver who then battles various undersea threats and Jaws randomly will appear. Um, and, it, you know, you just try to basically fight Jaws and kill Jaws. But um, there's certain things you can, you know, there's like shells that you're trying to collect and all this stuff. I don't remember if there's ever a chance to, I definitely don't remember beating the game or winning or if there's even a way to win. I'm sure there is, but I just remember Jaws was like a huge game that I had when I was a kid. Yeah, I've uh, this is another one that I've seen from that YouTube channel that I was just talking about. I've, I've, I think he did a video on this one as well. Uh, yeah, it looks that's the funny thing about a lot of like NES games. And again, this is just from what I've heard. I, I don't have any firsthand experience, but. I know a lot of them are really difficult, like surprisingly yeah. <laughs> difficult from and, and there's, you know, I don't know. It's just it's funny to think like a kid like wanting this game and then you start playing you're like, damn, this is so hard. Like, I yeah. cannot beat this game. I just want to play Jaws. Yep. Yeah. I, I don't remember, like I said, really much about it, but I remember it being incredibly difficult and having to kill Jaws. And I don't think I ever did it. So, <laughs> Still to this day. Yeah. Out there somewhere. Yeah. I wonder how much like a. I wonder if that's on. You have to let me know if that's on the NES Classic, or if I need to buy like a find like an old legit oh, NES and then buy Jaws because that would be a game that I would play for sure. Like all these, I mean, if I just plugged in an NES and just put Duck Hunt on, I guarantee I would play that forever. Yeah, some of that fun definitely. I mean, is it the best graph? Well, obviously it's not the best graphics. It's literally two D and stuff, but it doesn't even really matter. You know, if you some some games stand the test of time, regardless of like you know. You could plug in and you could have just as much fun as you did back in the day. You know, you never know. Or even oh, yeah. people that didn't didn't ever play it could have fun with it like it was brand new, you know? Yeah. So it's cool that way. Yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, okay, the last game I have before we get to the next console um, is they had a, a, it's funny because all of these games, I guess three of the five that I just named were based off of movies or TV shows. And this one is the Three Stooges game. Uh, my dad was a huge Three Stooges fan and I'm pretty sure just found this game and bought it for me. Um I just it was from what I remember. Now again, this is I played this forever ago. They were basically like you were you were the three stooges. You were going around trying to like earn money to I don't remember what you were earning money for, but you basically like played mini games as you went around. So it's kind of like oh it's it's like an early, super early, early Mario party almost. Like you went around and played mini games, and if you won or if you did well, you earned money and then you did whatever. And um all of these mini games were based off of like episodes of the three stooges so obviously oh, my, cool. we've seen all i've seen probably every episode of three stooges because my you know we used to watch it all the time on sunday mornings and saturday and all of these you know all these ep- our mini games in the game were based off episodes of the tv so i remember that game just being absolutely hilarious and really fun and my dad sitting around and playing that game or wa- at least watching us play because he was a big three stooges guy so that was the last <laughs> one i had on my list nice 
Yeah, I uh, like I said, I, I I didn't have any firsthand exposure. Uh, the Three Stooges, that's the one that I I I have no I know nothing about that one to be honest. I wasn't really a Three Stooges fan ever. So, but uh, yeah, you pretty much hit all the ones that I think I would have mentioned. Uh, everything else is just yeah, like I said, this is just a spawning ground for a lot of a lot of series and franchises that later I played a lot on different you know generations and stuff, but. Yeah, I think that uh, I think you hit all the big ones there or a lot of some of the good ones. Nice. All right. Well, let's jump over to Sega Genesis. Um, North America release was 1989. It was released for one hundred and eighty nine dollars. So a little bit more, uh, but only so this four years later, only ten dollars more. And that would be four hundred four hundred and eight dollars today for uh, inflation based on inflation. So staying around that four hundred dollar marks, not too crazy. No, Um, I don't know. Then this, you know, this is where we really start getting into some of those big games. Sonic obviously is like an all timer. And like when you, when you first, and everybody mentions Sonic, you think of, or whenever anybody mentions Sega, you immediately think of Sonic. Uh, Dukes is a big Sonic guy. I think he's trying to collect all the Sonic games on Sega. Uh, oh, really? Aladdin was a huge one. There's, there's all those, this random game called Echo the Dolphin. I have no idea. I, I remember seeing it when it first came out. I never played it, but I remember it being huge and every website I looked at had it on there. Uh, the early Mortal Kombat was on there. And this is really where you see sports games starting to emerge. Um, I think Sega and Electronic Arts teamed up early. And Electronic Arts is the place that makes now makes Madden, FIFA, NHL. So I think this is where you really start to see all the sports game emerge. Um, was with Sega. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, uh, once again, I don't think my dad had a Sega in the house either. Uh, and if he did, he hid it from us because mm. we used to we used to break a lot of consoles. I have to admit, and I, I if my dad was on here right now, he could tell you all about that. But special uh, episode. Oh, dude, we've talked about it. I I've I have pissed him off so bad just on accident by just breaking things. So he if we had one, he probably made a smart choice and kept it away from <laughs> us. But uh, yeah, I uh, I don't I don't really remember ever actually playing a, a Sega, but it's kind of like the NES for me, where it's like. I maybe played the games from Sega on mm. something else later. So I know of these games once again, but yeah, I don't have any firsthand exposure. Yeah. I can't remember uh, if, if honestly, if we had a Sega, I think we did, but I think I know a, a, a friend of mine, you know, in, in grade school had one. We always used to be together and we always just go over to his house and play, play Sega. But I remember Sega really being awesome. And I actually still have a Sega in the living room. Um, oh, nice that every once in a while I'll just pop a game in and, and check it out. Or, you know, if I'm, I'm, there's a couple games that I'm still looking for on Sega because they're just like all timers and games that I remember playing as a kid. But yeah. the, the thing about Sega that I remember is the, the step up in graphics from NES to Sega with it only being four years, the graphics were like totally so much better. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't remember what it was, um, but I just remember the graphics being a lot better and it just had such an interesting controller. It was so weird. The little, I mean, I don't know if, you, if you've ever seen a controller, but it was like the little black. It was kind of like a half moon almost. And the, the D-pad was on one side and then it had the three, the eight, I think it was, it was ABC or ABZ or something like that. It had like the three buttons, but they were like at the top. So it was, it was a super strange. Oh, controller. very interesting. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm not sure at why they did that, but. That is really weird. Yeah. Uh, the, it literally has like four more buttons than an NES. That's crazy. Yeah, I, I I have seen this controller before, I think, but I, I know for a fact, just looking at this controller, I have not played a, a Genesis because I would have remembered this. There's a <laughs> lot going on with the buttons, that's for sure. 
Yeah, it's super weird. It's like there's like, you know, like you said, there's the D-pad and then there's like the the three buttons. So, yeah, it was ABC or the big like circle. I'm just looking at a controller now. The big black circle buttons. Then above those was XYZ and they were gray. And there was also like two. They're not even triggers. They're like two buttons on the top. So, man, mm. I mean, yeah, it, it got super interesting as far as the controllers. I think that's going to be one of the interesting things to keep looking at, too, is because, you know, when you oh, get yeah. GameCube and all these different controllers that happen. But Sega definitely started off with the weird one. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, I thought Sega was great. I think it's probably, you know, as far as, like, when we're talking about, like, these really old consoles, like, one of my favorite ones that, obviously, because I still have one, I'll go back and play some of these right. games that I'm about to talk about right now. Um some of my favorite games that I'll still be like, oh, I'm going to pop in Sega and play. Or if you have people over, it's like, hey, do you want to play whatever the old NBA jam on Sega? And, you know, we'll, we'll pop that in and play. And it's like, it's just a, a whole nostalgia thing. But Sega, Sega was great. I, I definitely remember that. Yeah, I uh, I think the difference is like N- uh, the NES definitely started a lot more franchises maybe. Mm-hmm. And that's why maybe I, I don't have as much like knowledge about the Genesis because Genesis has Sonic, obviously, which is huge. I mean, they they just came out with a Sonic movie like what yeah. a year ago or something like that. So it's like, and then uh, and an, another NBA Jam and stuff. So they, I, I don't know. And then like Street Fighter and stuff too. I was never really a Street Fighter guy. I like Mortal Kombat a little more, but I guess that's on here too. Yeah, I don't know. I I just think that like NES had like, I mean NES had Mario, it had Metroid, oh, yeah, it had, like Kirby it had it had it all, you know. So it's like I don't know. I I guess just for some reason the Genesis flew under the radar for me. Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about uh, some of my favorite games. And I'm pretty sure I definitely have at least three out of five still um, that I've recently bought or just had. Uh, Aladdin on Sega is one of the greatest games that I've ever played, Um, Mm. basically based off the movie. But the one thing I remember about Aladdin is just the graphics and like the controls were the controls were so simple, but the graphics were really great. There were some puzzles you had to solve. There were some different type of things. And you're basically just moving like you know, now it's like a whole open world games that you play like Grand Theft Auto and stuff. But this was just like literal lateral movement. And it was so simple. You just fought uh, the guys that are trying to kill you. You had to solve puzzles. You had to swing on ropes. You had to run across hot fire. Uh, hmm. All this just random stuff. But Aladdin was just an absolute classic. And it showed up actually on a lot of uh, some of the best game lists. So I was I was happy to see that. I didn't just make that one up. Yeah. I, also, from what I'm seeing, it sold like some of the most copies out of all the Genesis games, too. Perfect. Um, I think that I have seen gameplay of this, maybe. The thing about the Genesis that I, I can already notice just by looking at the screenshots of this is it definitely looks like there's more like fluid animation and stuff and more, I mean, I guess obviously there's more pixels. I don't know what the numbers are, but they can yeah. get more detailed and stuff with like the background and, you know, making it look like the movie and stuff. So I, that is really cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely a game, you know, every once in a while. I won't say like once a month, but every once in a while, like I said, I have it. And I'll just be like, I'm just going to pop in Aladdin and just run around for a little bit and fight some guys and just play a super simple game. So, yeah, yeah Aladdin's a classic. Uh, my next one is also very similar, but it's just uh, X-Men. There was an X-Men mm-hmm. game on Sega Genesis that was amazing. Um, and I'm pretty sure you could pick whatever character. This is a game that I, I, I have, but I'm pretty sure you could pick whatever character you wanted to play as um oh, and cool. again the same like aladdin you would just it was linear there was no like open world there was no doing whatever you just go along till you got to the end of that round or whatever and at that round you had to fight a boss and if you killed the boss then great you move to the next care you know move to the next round or whatever but if you lost then you had to restart the beginning and pick a different character if you wanted to so x-men i remember being really great and i still have that one too so that's one that i uh 
like I said, randomly will just pop in and play every once in a while. X-Men on just Sega Genesis. Great game. Nice. Yeah, I'm looking at uh, some screenshots again. It is cool that you could be like any of the different heroes. And I guess they all do different. I mean, obviously, they have their own powers and stuff, but they all probably play fairly differently. And that is one thing I miss is like levels and stuff. Like you said, you just, you know, get through the level, fight all the bad guys, get to a boss. I don't know why. That's just so much more satisfying to me. Like a game like this, kind of like the side scrolling, just like, I guess, beat em up type games with like yeah. superpowers and stuff. This is probably something that I would have really liked if I had uh, come in contact with it when I was a kid. But yeah, that looks cool. Yeah, yeah, that was a fun one. Uh, the next one we don't spend so much time on, just Madden. I remember when Madden came out and it was like, it's, I, I don't, it's probably the number one selling sports game of all time. I would, I would venture to guess it's been around since uh, early 90s, late 80s, early 90s, I think is when the first one came out. But I still play it every, I still play it to this day. I still get it almost every year um and i i still love madden so i don't spend a whole lot of time on that one but that madden is literally set you know it was like tech mobile and then madden and then ever since then it's literally just been madden like there's been other places have tried to do a, a sport a football game but they've just not come anywhere close to madden so th- this one definitely set up a huge franchise and a huge uh set up a lot of people just to buy madden every year so yeah for sure yeah that is a, that is something that is a very controversial series at this point uh yeah. and i don't know how you feel about it but yeah, I I'm I'm in the camp that kind of I love Madden. I've played it a million times, but uh, yeah, with with the company that has it now, which is EA, I kind of wish they'd they'd change it a little more every year. But yeah, I won't get into that. That's a whole other <laughs> thing. I could argue no. about that for years. Yeah, you're definitely not wrong. That's for sure. Uh, next one I've written down, which I can't remember where I found this game or who got me involved in this, but there was a Michael Jackson Moonwalker game. Oh my God, my uncle. Okay, I Literally. I knew somebody. You go ahead. I'm sorry literally one of the like the greatest games of all time uh again very similar to aladdin very similar to x-men with the linear fighting you would go upstairs you would fight but you would you could do like the spin move and throw his hat and fight guys you could do like the spinning kicks this is the game that i'm still to this day i'm still trying to find um i need to go i I guess i just need to look online because i've looked at so many like secondary resell it markets for like but i uh, and then just nobody has it, but it just makes me nervous about going like on eBay and buying like an old Sega game and getting it and it doesn't work or whatever. But man, Michael Jackson Moonwalker, I don't, you know, of course there's a lot of background, but this game is one of the greatest games I've ever played. I, I, I have, I see, I remember watching my uncle play this game and, uh, man, just imagine like being such an icon that you have a whole <laughs> game dedicated to yourself. That is crazy. To yourself, I, it, like to your moves, like it's yeah, it's, everything. It's amazing. That is nuts. I I totally forgot about this game until you just brought this up. That's that is hilarious. Yeah, I'm actually um probably oh my god when we uh I'm just looking at like prices right now when we wrap up after this is it expensive? After this, yeah, on Amazon it's listed as oh there's one in stock at this place, hundred bucks. Okay, that's eBay. That's eight hundred dollars. So that's never gonna sell. Um, but yeah, it's definitely not cheap. Um, it's pretty wild mm. that this game is still around and uh, just a fun game. And I'm sure a lot of it now is people just collecting it and trying to resell it and make money. But man, this yeah. game, this game, I remember, I remember playing this game for hours. I don't even think I had this game. I think a buddy of mine had it and we would just play it for hours. I don't know. Again, don't know if there was any ever point to the game or if you ever beat the game or what <laughs> happened. But I just remember this certain scene. I'm literally just looking on Google images right now. 
and you're like in this club and you're just fighting these guys. And I don't remember anything else past that. So either we sucked at the game and never made it past these scenes or there was no point. We just spent hours and hours of our life playing the same the same round over and over again. Yeah, right. And that's all you need. All you need is Michael Jackson dancing. It could be the same level over and over again, <laughs> throwing his hat around. That's that's it. It's a good time. Uh, all right. The last game that I have is, is still one of my favorite games of all time is NBA Jam. Um, again, this this really just like kicked off a whole thing for NBA Jam. Um, anytime you go to like in St. Louis, you have like Start Bar and Up Down, which are like mm. arcades where they just have arcade machines. And every every time NBA Jam is like one of the most popular ones because it's so much fun to play. I can't believe that they don't have an NBA Jam like every year or every five years where they just have current NBA players in it or they just re-release the old NBA Jam because I would pay $70 every single time that game came out. Uh, mm. Definitely still have NBA Jam on Sega and definitely whenever like, you know, Dukes and I have played it a couple times. Whenever I have some buddies in from out of town, we would play it. We played, I had Sega in, in college and we played NBA Jam all the time. So NBA Jam is an all-time classic and like I said, I'm actually considering getting an NBA Jam like arcade for the house. Um, oh, nice. That would be awesome. One of my all-time favorite games. So NBA Jam is, is the last one I have for Sega. Nice. Yeah, um, I don't I don't really think there's anything else I would add, to be honest. I think like really just Sonic was the big one that I can think of that I would even have ever really played. Right. So I, I think, uh, yeah, we can pretty much roll with what you said because, yeah, this, this sounds like it's more of your wheelhouse than mine on this one, but... <laughs> Yeah, of oh yeah, of course, of course, like Sonic is is arguably like number one of the number one games ever of all time. Right. Like, uh but you know, I play I still have I of course have Sonic too, but it's just one of those things where it's like everybody talks about Sonic, so I'm just gonna not mention it. Um <laughs> all right, so the next one is Super Nintendo. Um North America release in nineteen ninety one cost $199, which would be equivalent to $387 today. Um oh. so only ten dollars more again, not like a super jump. And actually, the uh, inflation for today's price actually went down about uh, like $20 almost. So that's interesting. Um, I actually never had a Super Nintendo. I know some friends had it, but I I really don't have any memories on this one. I know that you either had one or, or have some memories on it. So I think you're going to lead the conversation on this one. But as far as best games, just some of the ones that I found were Super Mario World, Donkey Kong Country, Super Mario Kart, which was huge, of course. Zelda Link to the Past and Super Metroid um, were some of the big games that I found online. But what uh, what memories do you have of the Super Nintendo? Um, well, yeah, like you said, not only did we have one Super Nintendo, this was one of the consoles that we had to get a couple extra. So mm. we had Uh-oh. we had probably God, I don't even know, probably two or three at one time. <laughs> and I think a couple of them only half worked and they were stained like a weird <laughs> like yellow gray because i guess the plastic i don't know we did not take good care of our consoles but yeah we we used to play this thing um quite a bit i mean we played the later consoles more but this is the one where i start to remember like okay i definitely played this console um yeah just quite a bit i mean they did so many cool things because they kind of um merged like the the game boy and the the console because they had this attachment where you could play game boy games on there so mm. i would use that a lot um i don't know if you have you ever heard of mario paint um i don't think so so it's a game obviously for the any uh super nintendo and it comes with a mouse controller that you plug into the super nintendo and like a mouse pad and it's like it's literally like an old window like microsoft 
like paint, like the most primitive thing. <laughs> well, it's not even that primitive, actually. There were some really cool things. Like you could make music on it. You could paint. Wow. You could like do all kinds of cool stuff. And we used to just, I remember we used to do use the music making part of it so much and just make, because every like note thing is like a picture of a one of the characters and we make like a goofy sound and stuff and we used to just mess around with that for hours and paint things and just i don't know it was it was so there's literally no point to it just like plug it in turn it on and just make things and nice. I've, I've always been like a kid who i was always a kid that would like to draw and do that kind of stuff so that game really stood, uh, stood out to me but yeah there's some titans on here too though i mean you got donkey kong country which I definitely played and I know we had it, but I didn't, it wasn't one that I played a lot. Uh, as far as like side scrolling, like platformers, I definitely played super Mario world a ton though. Mm. That, that is one that I have uh, a lot of memories of playing that game. Uh, never getting close to beating it. I I'm pretty sure either my brothers would erase my progress Ooh. for one, or I would just give up and restart for some reason, instead <laughs> of just like keep going forward. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I think there's just, there's also a lot on here that I didn't even, we didn't have, but I know our icons like F zero. I know a lot of people like, uh, Castlevania. I wasn't really into when I was a kid, but, uh, I did play my dad as a, uh, SNES classic too. So I played that nice. recently. Yeah. Uh, and then Metroid, super Metroid, like you said, I've always loved Metroid ever since I was a kid. Um, yeah, so there's just a lot of, a lot of cool things. So you said you didn't. You so you didn't have an N, uh, SNES at any point in your life, you said. Yeah, no, we never had the Super Nintendo. Um, hmm. I'm not, I'm not sure why. It, it was you know we had the, I think the the NES was like a um, kind of a pass down thing for my dad, and then, I mean, I'm trying to remember now that we're talking. I, I'm trying to remember if we even had a Sega. I'm pretty sure we did, but <laughs> I honestly don't remember. Like I feel like I could have just been spending a ton of time at my one buddy's house, and we just played a bunch of Sega, and I just now I'm just like, oh yeah, I had a Sega, but. I might not even have had another console until um, the PlayStation, the PlayStation one that we'll talk about next episode, I think. But I know for sure we did not have Super Nintendo, but um, yeah, a lot of just like all time classics on here. And, you know, like Super Mario World, Legend of Zelda, Link to the Past, uh, Donkey Kong Country, which is still a thing now. Star Fox is on there. Um, and it's yeah, Star Fox. Yeah. You know, when you play like games now, like, you know, on the Switch and you play, uh, what's the fighting game the big one the uh smash brothers Super, yeah it's like all of these old characters from these games like i don't i never knew who some of these people were and then when i was doing research last night on these on these consoles i was like oh that's where this character came from was some old super nintendo game that nobody knows about dude nintendo does some deep dives on their references and like their their crossovers because yeah a lot of the stuff that like you said is in later nintendo stuff i'm like what the hell is that and then you go back to these older consoles and you're like oh this is where it started it's from you know this game or that game like um there's a character in super smash brothers called uh ness sort of his yeah. name and he's he's from earthbound but i didn't know what earthbound was till very recently and apparently it's like this crazy rpg game that i actually have a lot of interest in playing right now but yeah this is another i, I don't know what it is about nintendo but they just hit Maybe it's because they they kind of did it first or something, but they just really started like even you know the Super Nintendo started a bunch of new series then that still to this day are huge you know that weren't even on the NES so it's it's crazy that like I don't know Nintendo just had banger after banger I guess so they just knew how to yeah. make these original series and stuff that just really st stood the test of time and stuff. 
Yeah, it's definitely, you know, definitely a, a whole conversation. And that, that definitely could be something, you know, once we go through consoles and stuff, we were kind of talking beforehand, like, oh, we're just going to talk about like gaming news. But shit, I mean, we could look at just make a whole episode about like, oh, just about Zelda and talk about all these Zelda games that have come out since 89 or whatever when the first one was. And we could just have every episode be a new gaming, you know, a whole like one episode just about Grand Theft Auto games, one episode's about whatever. So there's definitely a lot of things that we're going to continue to do. But yeah, you're, you're definitely right. I mean, Nintendo was uh, like huge and top of the game and all this stuff. And, you know, lately it's probably not as big as some of the other consoles, but they've definitely sold things too and made millions of dollars just off selling things and making movies and making, Hey, we're not going to make this game, but do you guys want it? You can take over the character and do all this stuff. So yeah, I had no idea. Um, I love Ness in um, super smash brothers. and had no idea what he was ever from until you literally just said that. So that's earthbound is on. I typed in super Nintendo best games and earthbound is just shows up on Google and, I, I literally looking at this box. I couldn't even tell you what this is about. I mean, it's just it's some random blob, and uh, it looks super interesting. But I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, I, I've uh, I've watched a video about it, and it's apparently it's like people say it's like one of the best games of all time. But it's like super weird, super random, and just completely different. And it totally when I was a kid, if I had this game, there was no way in hell I'd understand what was going on. So it's probably a good thing that I didn't have any exposure to it because I would have just probably wrote it off as like, yeah, it's just a weird game. I don't even know what that was. But yeah, the, uh, the other thing with like, you know, the Super Nintendo for me was I played a lot of the same games over and over again. So it's like I didn't play a lot of these classics, but I played some of the classics and the ones that I did play, I played a lot like Metroid and Mario World and Mario Paint, which I don't even know if that's a popular one or not, but that's just one that I don't even know where we got it, but we had yeah. it and it was it was awesome. And I spent tons of time on there. And also, I think because you said when did the Super Nintendo come out? Uh, 91. It's actually the year I was born. 91. Yeah. So like by the time, I mean, obviously, when I was playing video games, we, you know, the Nintendo 64 was already out. So it's like I kind of had access to both. It wasn't like so I kind of flip flopped a little bit. So um, I did play a lot of Super Nintendo, but um, yeah, I was I was kind of overwhelmed because i had multiple i mean i was surrounded by consoles so i played a little bit of everything but those are the those are the big games that i i definitely played as far as the super nintendo goes so nice yeah i looked up uh mario paint it was on you know when i typed in super mario super nintendo best games it showed up on that list and oh nice very high uh very high approval rating 97 percent like this video game on google according to google users and then the first review for audience uh reviews this guy starts off with saying the best game ever created so i feel like you had a you had a good memory on that one Shout out to that guy uh, for backing me up, whoever that guy is. Uh, all right. Well, uh, that covers, you know, Nintendo Entertainment System or NES, Sega Genesis and Super Nintendo for this episode. Um, you want to, you know, briefly hit on what you're playing right now, what you might recommend to people out there just quickly before we get out of here. Yeah. So um, lately, I'm kind of like I'm kind of in between games. I'm waiting for things to come out. There's a new Battlefield coming out and there's right, a new yeah. Halo coming out and all this stuff. So. I've been spending a lot of time playing Apex Legends. You know, Battle Royale is huge right now. I'm kind of phasing out of it, though. I'm kind of I'm a little bit over it. But on top of that, me and my buddies have been replaying all the Halo games in preparation for the new one. So uh, we're about to start the fourth one here pretty soon. And co-op is... Uh, I, I love co-op. That's, that's some of the most fun you can have in video games, in my opinion. So much more fun than multiplayer. But uh, outside of that, I started playing a game called Civilization, and it is... I may have bit off more than I can chew because 
it is very confusing and overwhelming but it's a strategy game where you you start your own civilization and go through time and a lot of politics a lot of stuff like that but that's kind of what i'm doing right now uh, just waiting for the new stuff basically what about you Nice. Yeah, I'm uh, kind of in the same boat as you waiting for new things. But right now is a so I, I lucked out and got a PS5 um, a couple months ago. And there you go. Yeah, it, it I was obviously like everybody else trying since it first dropped. And then luckily just ended up on Best Buy's website and ended up getting one. Um, but right now, this is the time when all the sports games come out. So Madden, I'm big into FIFA comes out in about two weeks. So I'll be huge into that. And then, yeah, waiting for... Um, waiting for that first good like multiplayer game to come out on uh, on the PS5. You know, I played, mm. I loved the Spider-Man game. It was amazing. I thought it was, it was like arguably one of the best games I've ever played. It was so much fun. Um, got, I think I've either beat everything or got like to 99% um, beat the story mode. And then this is actually one of those games where I actually went back and did all the side missions, which I hardly ever do. Nice. Um, I still have Ghost of Shishima. Um, I still have to get back into that. That is great. Um, the gameplay and like the graphics in that game were just uh, it's a beautifully made game um but right now yeah just i'm, I'm in actually joined uh, a couple buddies of mine started up a madden league we got like 15 guys so oh that whole- is so much sorry i didn't mean to cut you off but that is so much fun doing like yeah. the, the uh like you run your own team you guys play each other and stuff oh man yeah Love so that. we're so we're doing that um this is my they did one a couple of years ago and then I dropped out and now I'm back in. So that, that that's a good time as always, you know, just playing with some guys and, and doing that. Like I said, when FIFA comes out, but bat- when, you know, when battlefield comes out, I'm looking forward to that. Mm. Um, so yeah, uh, PS five, you know, I'm, I'm really big into that. I'm just trying to find new stuff and there's not as many games out right now just cause it's a new console, but I know um, last week or the week before they had the big like PlayStation summit or whatever they call it. And um Oh yeah, everybody. You know, there's supposed to be a lot of really good stuff out there. If everybody, if anybody out there that's listening has played the new Ratchet and Clank, um, oh, let me know on that one because I love the first couple on on the older PlayStation systems. But I just, uh, I'm not sure if this one. I you know, the reviews all, all look good, but I'm just I'm debating on whether to pull the trigger because you know the game's seventy dollars. I don't want to drop seventy bucks if it's not any good. So and it's seventy for the base price. Yeah, the PS. I think the PS Five went up to seventy bucks now. So oh, ten dollars every time. Usually, it seems like. But uh, damn, yeah. I any know. listener, any listeners out there, play Ratchet and Clank. Let me know because I'm looking for something new and just a, just like a role playing game or something fun to do when I'm looking for something outside of the sports games. Um. All right. Well, uh, that wraps it up for episode one. Do you have any comments you'd like to leave the listeners with before we go out of here? Um, I don't think so. Uh, just uh, I'm looking forward to getting to. You know, like obviously you got to uh, set the ground rules and stuff and, and kind of lay the foundation. And this is probably from here on out, I'm going to be more knowledgeable than I mean, I, I knew a fair amount here, but I'm, lo- I'm definitely looking forward to, you know, later consoles because that's where I spent a lot of my time. But um, yeah, uh, you could check out uh, anything incredible dot com. Uh, you know, we're on there. Movie merge. Uh, Kyle was just on my podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about Into the Spider Verse, Caddyshack, and Gangs of New York. Uh, so definitely check that out. Literally just dropped yesterday or the day before. So, and then also I do a podcast with my dad called Spacing Out. You can find that on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And I think that's pretty much it. Nice. All right. Cool. Well, that's gonna do it for episode one of Beyond the Council. What are your memories of the uh, NES, Sega, and Super Nintendo? Let us know goingofftopicpod at gmail.com. That's goingofftopicpod, P-O-D, at gmail.com. Find us on social media, similarly by searching Going Off Topic Podcast. 
Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, always looking for more followers and interactions there. Like Denny said, head over to anythingforcredible.com for all your network needs. You can find Going Off Topic, Going Off Topic blog, Movie Merge, What's Your Bliss, uh, Space, not Spacing Out. You'll be there soon. Uh, Anything <laughs> for Credible podcast. And of course, the Offended podcast is on anythingforcredible.com. Wherever you're listening right now, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Leave us a five-star rating and review. That really helps us out. Shout out to Visitor Beats for the intro and outro groove. And as always, keep it off topic. <laughs>